Drawing room over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? Do you remember being young and in love for the first time? That giddy feeling of wanting to do everything together and spend every spare moment you could with that person. Maybe dreaming of a future and a life together. Now, those feelings, of course, are universal, but the complications that can arise for a young couple in love are different all around the world. A new film, Empty Nets, by Iranian-German director Beirouz Karamazadeh, tells the story of one such couple in Iran, Amir and Nargiz. Now, Amir faces the country's economic hardships by doing dangerous and illegal work in order to earn enough money to meet Nargiz's parents' demands for her hand in marriage. Beirouz, welcome to you. Thank you very much for having me. The film story is quite a simple one, really, a couple trying to make their lives both together and separately. But there are two quite tragic elements in this film. There's the tragedy of Amir's morality and happiness being chipped away in order to do what he has to survive financially. And then there's a secondary tragedy of the relationship being torn apart because of this pressure. I know that tragedy usually denotes a lot of drama, but this is a more subtle tragedy. Is that how you see it? For me, it was very important to talk uh, this film about the young generation in Iran. And uh, because I think always uh, the young generation is a good implication, how how they feel is a good implication for the society. Um, and I think the society has big, big problems, as we all know, but I wanted to show it through the eyes of the young generation. And I was thinking what could be the most uh, uh, universal and most uh, connected to the other audience in the world. And for me, it was love. Uh, very important um, and I think we all know uh, love and we are all uh, willing to do for love a lot of things um, and in connection with Amir it's a very um, let's say simple uh, um, needs which he has and I want to show through the simple needs uh, um, that also they can't be achieved by the young generation in Iran and by the people and uh, um, that was for me more important to show uh, big and complicated dreams. And um, yeah, that was the main idea uh, behind it. There is such a rich tradition of looking at women and love in Iranian film and film history, two things you explore in this one. Was there a conscious inspiration for that or is it just the story that you felt that was important to tell? Uh, to be honest, um, we are talking now a lot of, about love, but love was not the main idea of the uh, story. The, the main idea of the story was to show a young man who is very pure and romantic at the beginning. Yes, we start with a love story, but it ends with a drama and tragedy uh, story. So it is more a social social issue story than the love story, but the love element is very important. And um, in the history of Iranian cinema, there is a lot uh, uh, of films uh, dealing about uh, women and their situations. But here for me, it was important to show a young man who is uh, corrupted but a very, uh, by a very patriarchal and very archaic uh, system. And uh, his, at the beginning, very romantic uh, and naive ideas of the world and very honest uh, 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 behavior 
uh, is getting more and more corrupted the more he is uh, uh, involved in this uh, man-dominated world. After the 1979 Islamic Revolution, Iranian cinema came under pressure, viewed by its leaders as a sort of symbol of cultural corruption, if you like. And since then, it's had a strict censorship regime for filming permissions. But you found a creative way to portray themes like love without kissing, hugging and touching, the things that would ordinarily indicate the relationship between two lovers. How did you do that? I mean, it's a very hard uh, task for filmmakers not to show this when we deal about, when we talk about love and we talk about these emotions, because the audience need to feel it somehow, not always to show. I'm not a fan of uh, showing so much, uh, but uh, it restricts us a lot. But uh, um, we uh, took it like a challenge and um, show love on the meta meta even on the on the images and uh, on the the sound and uh, in the music and uh, with uh, gazes and with uh, um, yeah with the small moments uh, and also with the laugh of the the two of them to show this uh, love. But uh, to be honest, it's a very, it's a big challenge and um, it should be known if you watch an Iranian movie that uh, we like uh, Iranian filmmakers, we have these restrictions. Your love of the ocean or the sea is very evident throughout the beautiful cinematography in this film. What part of the story did you want the sea to tell about life in Iran? Uh, for me, it was very important with my uh, great cinematographer, Ashkan Ashkani. Uh, we wanted to find um, the mood and the atmosphere uh, of Iran. Not just a plot, not just a story, more an atmosphere. An atmosphere uh, um, that does not allow to uh, to move, to, to breathe, or to feel alive for this uh, young uh, generation. Uh, uh, and this atmosphere, I think we uh, could catch. Uh, I mean, we had a great collaboration with, with Ashkan together, and uh, he found incredible images uh, for this uh, feeling, which you cannot uh, pronounce in words. You need to see it, you need to feel it. And the sea um, in the film is a very important uh, element, as you mentioned. And for, for me, was to see uh, representing the destiny, the destiny of the uh, Iranians, the destiny of the these young people. It shows different uh, um, faces. At the beginning, it's more, it's inviting, it's very uh, polite, and it's, it's some kind of like a friend for Amir, for our main protagonist. And during the film, it uh, his face changes. It becomes more... Uh, rough and more cold and more uh, windy, stormy, and uh, um, very yeah, let's say, not inviting people to come to it. And uh, also, as I mentioned, it's like a destiny. The sea is the sea. It is what it is. It gives. It's a nature. It gives us and also takes from us. And um, this cruel element we have to accept we have to live with it but unfortunately the people don't live anymore with the, with the nature are very uh, far away from it and it was also a very important element in my film to show how we uh, get distance from from the nature and nature is on the other side also love 
And uh, the more Amir gets distance from his love, Narges, because he cannot achieve his uh, dream, they, they get separated at the end of the film, the more uh, the sea turns into a rough element and uh, uh, the more he's distanced from his love, the more he's distanced from the nature. Speaking of the dark blues and greens, you were inspired, I read, by Werner Herzog with the colour in this film. Talk, talk to me about that. Um, Werner Herzog's uh, DOP, uh, Thomas Mauch, is my mentor and uh, I learned a lot from him. He's my uh, a big inspiration for my, for my work. And um, we we it, we talked a lot about with with him about how to find uh, the right way to shoot a location. To when you, when you come there, it has a lot of to do with emotions. A lot of to do with the first impressions. Uh, you you can fall in love with this location or or not. If you can't fall in love with it with the first uh, with the first view, then there is something not really right. Uh, I learned a lot of uh, these elements from from him to not to just go from the uh, from the logic way to shooting a film, but also through your feelings and through your emotions and how you see it the first time. And so we started to uh, look for locations which talk about the emotions, about the feelings, and about the uh, about the subtext. Let's call it subtext of the situation. So and also talk about things which we are not allowed to talk because of the censorship and uh, um, and we try to find metaphoric elements and uh, that's the way uh, um, Thomas Mauch worked that's the way Werner Herzog works and that's the way the Iranian cinema works and um, I like this kind of storytelling to follow the images uh, who who tell about the um, inner world of the protagonists. If you've just joined me on RN Drive, director Bahruz Karamazadeh is uh, discussing his new film, Empty Nets, here on RN Drive. You've talked about showing the challenges of young Iranians uh, and clearly through the character of Amir's friend at the fishery, saying that there are constant dead ends and nothing for them in Iran. This kind of fatalism, if you like, as someone who grew up largely in Germany, what did you connect with about this? Um, I grew up in Germany, but I had a lot of travels to Iran, to my uh, relatives, and I also shoot their short films. And for me, it was very important to make my first future film in Iran because I, I grew up with the culture, rich culture, rich cinema culture of uh, my country. And it was a big challenge, but I want to face this challenge. So I uh, traveled more and more and uh, get, get more and more in contact with, with them. And um, what I was, uh, what I discovered through this time was um, how many uh, hard challenges the young people have. For example, my cousins was my field of study because um, a lot of them uh, came to Germany uh, or went to other countries. And so I was seeing that the country is somehow bleeding out from this uh, young generation. They are losing this young generation. And I start to uh, um, uh, follow these stories and follow uh, their problems. And I discovered uh, uh, a bunch of them. And as I say, they are not always the big, big ones. They are uh, the, the, the small, the, the small ones, which are all of them very important to, to live in a 
good way. And uh, I had the feeling that I have to tell something about it. And um, and I am in a position to have this double view. I have my view uh, from, from Germany, Europe view, but I have also my uh, Iranian roots. And uh, this mix uh, helped me a lot to get a new angle, to get a new view. And uh, um, I followed this and uh, what came out was em empty nets and... Uh, I would be happy uh, if the audience could see it and uh, um, make their own uh, um, perception of this view. Because what I uh, don't like in cinema, in cinema we don't have the one true. We have different views and we have different angles. And also in one film, I try to let the view uh, and the angle, the window through how I show the world so much open that everybody can find itself in it and make his own perception. This year in the Iranian Film Festival, quite a few of the films are made by filmmakers like yourself who live outside of Iran. That obviously says some pretty specific things about Iran and the film industry there. But rather than my presumption, what do you think it says? Um, I mean, I in Iran, it's a, it's a big, big uh, cinema. It's a big cinema country. and It's a big tradition. And there are a lot of people working, very tough, I mean, I'm talking about uh, people who are really risking a lot for for uh, bringing out, uh, um, yeah, true stories, good stories, uh, emotional stories, and uh, um, to show the the world how is Iran beyond the news. Um, and I appreciate it a lot, and I'm very proud of my colleagues who risk a lot. And for me, it's uh, 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 and other colleagues who should who come from outside to, to Iran, it's also a big challenge because it's not easy to, to uh, um, bring these two worlds together and also it's not always easy to um, to uh, yeah to, to get the permission and all this. It's a, it's a big struggle and we, we faced a, a lot of problems, but I could just do it uh, um, with the help of my colleagues in Iran, with, my, with the help of my uh, fantastic co-producer and good friend, uh, Majid Barzega in Iran. It's uh, um, it's not easy to to uh, make a cinema film uh, in Iran, but uh, my colleagues really helped me a lot, and I appreciate it. Not simple, but uh, the final product is uh, utterly beautiful. Begaruz Karamazadeh has been my guest. His new film, Empty Nets, is part of the Iranian Film Festival, and I do appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. 